0: And it's a little bit lovelier this morning because I've got my beautiful sister sitting across from me. Hey, it's Monday, October the 23rd in the year of Elora 2023. This is episode 953 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co hosts John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We have got a jam-packed show for you today joining me in less than 20 minutes or probably about 25 minutes or so on our Spence Automotive guest line is going to be our regular Monday guest. We've not had on in a couple weeks because of me being in Vegas last week. He's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host. He's also the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 ESPN. Why? It's Mark Panicelli. We've got a lot to talk to him about. We're going to be talking about ECU football. Yikes. We're going to be uh, chatting about yesterday's nfl games the uh, nlcs the alcs the nascar championship race and just so much more we've got so much to talk to him about uh and i'll get to my guest that's sitting across from me here in a second but uh we've got a very special guest but i'll get to that in a second hey kicking off our second hour is going to be the winning coach from friday night's bragging bowl and the 60th edition of north north versus south north's gonna be hawks head coach larry Dell the second his team won 20-12. to 12. It was our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week this past uh, Friday night. A heck of a game and a downpour. So much drama. It was just a great game, but we'll be talking to him about that. So excited about that. On Saturday, as you guys know, we talked about it all week. I was uh, honored to be a part of the second annual Palo Palooza that was in Pollocksville. It was an absolute success thanks to the hard work of uh, superstar Rotarian Nancy Barbie. And, uh, and her, uh, just team. She had a a great team that put that thing together. Uh, it was just awesome. It it was a lot of fun. And, uh, I've got a four pack of interviews from Saturday to, uh, received millions of dollars of aid from the state of North Carolina to rebuild after hurricane Florence back in 2018. You're going to hear an interview with Travis Klondike from NC state who helped facilitate some of that money. You're also going to hear from the longtime honorable mayor of Pollockville, Jay Bender. He's been in his position for more than 40 years, one of the longest-serving uh, mayors in North Carolina history, so that's going to be uh, really neat. Uh, uh, well, we've got an interview with him. And then on top of that, we've got a special treat for you, a longtime Parrot Academy sports fans. You're going to get to hear from former girls basketball coach and Parrot Athletic Hall of Famer uh, Kay Bender. Man, I've missed talking to her. She was one of the first coaches I met when I got to uh, Kenston and Lenore County. Uh, you're really going to enjoy that interview we did with her. And then we're going to wrap up all our Polksville interviews with the great Nancy Barbie. And then we'll play the birthday game. <sighs> I've got a show today. What do you think? It sounds like it. Pull your mic up Do your mouth out a little bit there. Man, sitting across from me, from me right now is... Uh, my beautiful, my intelligent, <laughs> my athletically superior to me, uh, little sister. It's uh, Susan Bourne, and this is your first time on the show. Now we've had now you know folks around here know Stacy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how you giggle when you tell me, but yeah. But uh, now this is Stacy's big sister, my little sister. So, and, uh, you've always been the smartest of all of us anyway, and I include Daryl in that too, but of us, me and Daryl and you and Stacy and man, it is so neat to have you here on the show today.
2: Yes, I agree.
0: This is so cool. Tell you what I need to throw an out of that. We're actually having, uh, looks like some technical difficulties right now, uh, as it looks like we are, uh, <sighs> hold on one second. And yeah, uh, the, the thing is I don't have a producer right here. So I do the whole thing, you know, myself, <laughs> I, I produce and host and do all the calls and everything. Ah, I you call <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a lot of fun uh, and I don't mind it, but, uh. da 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 da. So, uh, my little sister, Susan is in here. I don't even know where to start. I've talked about, and I don't know how much I went into detail when Stacy was on here, but I mean, even, and it's been a, it's been a while since she was on and we've got a bunch of brand new listeners since she was on anyway. So the neat thing is you, you are and you and Stacy both, but you guys were like gifts to me and Daryl because, uh, just to get, and I'm not going to go into deep history here or anything, but, uh, you know, my mom and dad divorced when I was, uh, seven or eight years old and uh uh mom just kind of for different reasons we're not going to dive in all that but she just kind of disappeared you know we didn't know where she went and uh and i'm telling you that was from the time i was like seven years old till i was like 26 that we didn't know where our mom went or anything well daryl just got really interested and wanted to find you know mom and all that and uh I remember. I can tell you. I was living in Charlotte, and I got the call from Daryl. That are you kind of one of those? Are you sitting down kind of things? I'm like, yeah. Well, listen. I found mom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he said, uh, you, this is the next part. We have two little sisters, and I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I, Linda hates when I do the what thing. So, uh, <laughs> but it was so neat. And you know, we uh, got up, got to know you guys. I think you were. 10 or 11 probably
2: when we met? 11 12 in that yeah.
0: area what year were you born
2: 82
0: 82 that that makes it about right it was about 94 <clears throat> about 94, 95 in that range and uh man one of the when I look at my life I'm 54 now Susan and when I look at my life uh, is one of the greatest things that ever happened to me was discovering two beautiful little sisters and you know getting reacquainted with mom and all that and uh, just watching you two just grow into the incredible women that you are, women and mothers and, <laughs> I mean, <coughs> people around here know Stacy had kind of a rough road there, but you really helped her through that too. And look at her now. She's now got more education than all of us. And I know. Isn't she going for her doctorate now? Or? Yes.
2: Uh-huh. I hope so. I, plan- I think she's still planning to.
0: Isn't that crazy? It is. It's awesome. Stacey.
2: I know. I know.
0: But you have, I've got so many just little things about you that I love. I mean, I just the thing that I loved about you and I was always competitive and I can, and I still probably to this day I consider myself competitive. Maybe not in athletics as much since I'm fat and 54 <laughs> and out of shape and all that, but uh you were just I remember doing remember when I taught you the free throw game? Mm-hmm. You know, and yes. all this other stuff and man, you just Took everything so seriously and I I just that's what I love about you. And I I mean there's a thousand things I love about you, but I just always loved how competitive that you are. And anyway, I want you to introduce yourself to everybody here. It's your first <laughs> time here on the Brian Hanks show. My beautiful little sister Susan Bourne. Introduce yourself to everybody here.
2: <laughs> um, yes, my name is Susan Bourne. I live in Fancy Gap. Isn't that's that a where fancy name live. for Yes, I know. <laughs> But yeah, and I have three boys, Cadison and Jayton and Jamin, and they're all big boys now. My baby is 19, so I don't have any more little kids, so it's sort of like my second childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying that part of it.
0: Tell them about your, your, your athletic. I mean, growing up, I mean, you were a volleyball player, you were a basketball player, now you're a, a competing cyclist?
2: Well, we we like to have fun. We play the, you know, we try anyway. Yeah. It's, cyclocross is where we came from yesterday. Down in North Carolina, they have a, a North Carolina cyclocross series that they've had for 20 some years, probably closer to 30 almost. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of amateur folks out there, you know, just trying to push it and, stay in shape or get in shape or you know whichever is you know what your plan is but yeah we just try to stay active just fitness mostly for mental health but yeah physically fit. how did you get
0: it now and we've got to talk about your awesome husband too corbett who is uh the love of your life yes and uh just a, a great guy and uh, we, again, we're not going to get into super details here, but yeah. <laughs> you had, well, but I mean, uh, you had been with a, a dude that, uh, you I know, did. yeah, yeah. I did, that's a good one. Hey, a dude without an E huh? <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> there you go. But then you met Corbett who I got to tell you, Daryl and I just adore yes. because you know why? Because he adores you and he's so good to you and he takes care of you. How did you guys meet?
2: Well, we actually, he's been an athlete, uh, amateur athlete. Pretty high level for a while, and Jamin, my youngest son, met him when they were racing on the same cycling team for cyclocross and mountain bike racing. So uh, I met him then, and then years later, after um, I had went through my divorce, we started just kind of chatting and talking and um, figuring out that we had a lot in common. We'd known each other for years, but just didn't had never really gotten very acquainted with each other. So. We just had a lot in common and had shared a lot of the same struggles with the different things and just were able to come together on that. And he's my best friend, and he's wonderful. so fortunate to have found him, and I hope we get to keep him. I hope we don't run him off.
0: <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, we are back on the air here. We, we just had a little uh, technical snafu there where we had a uh, – our, our regular programming, our Vegas Sports Information Network uh, programming was on. It hadn't been turned off. Everything is on. Hey, it's 2023. You know, everything's automated now. So let's do a reset here. If you're just joining us and I've had two or three people text in and say, hey, who's this girl you're talking to? <laughs> it's my little sister, Susan Bourne. Uh, if you missed the first little bit of this, we replay the show at three o'clock here on 960betonthebull.com. Also, uh, it'll replay at, uh, at three o'clock on two, five, two ESPN in New Bern and in Greenville. So you can listen to it there, or you know what? You just go to Brian and click on it and you can listen to it there too. So, uh, Hey, thank you to Jason. Thank you to Al for, uh, for, uh, getting, uh, everything back to uh, normal here. Uh, like I said, i talked to my little sister. She lives in Ty I notice you've cleaned up your... (laughs) I'm trying so hard. (laughs) I love that accent. That's one of the things when, uh, when Daryl and I got back, or when we got in touch with you for the first time, oh my God, you had this just such pronounced accent. It was amazing. I mean, just, I, I and I particularly like the way you said words that ended like an I-G-H-T <laughs> or I-T-E or something like that. So like we would mess with you. So I'm going to do a little demonstration of that. We're going back 25 years here. Okay. Okay. But, uh, I would say, okay, Susan, if it's not left, it's.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do better nowadays. No, no,
0: we're not done. We're not done. <laughs> If it's not loose, it's tat. <laughs> I always loved, and this is the thing. And you were so such a good sport about it. But we would be like, uh, man, if you need to make, uh, she would make the word light a three syllable word, <laughs> light. <laughs> and you were just always so cute, and but again, again, you were a big sports person or a big sports fan too. Except for one thing and this is the where we've had our, our difficulties through the years, you and I and Stacy. You know, yeah. I, I pull for the yes. uh the the God fearing, you know, University of Virginia. You know, I, I have their ink right here on my skin too. I love the University of I'm Virginia. Aware. Yeah, you sat in my man cave all last night <laughs> as we were watching football and all yes. that and as you know, I mean, uh I love me some Ralph Sampson, I love me some University of Virginia. You want to tell everybody what godless uh, <laughs> university that... Uh,
2: that we pull for. Yeah. The Virginia Tech Hokies.
0: Uh, That's right. Uh. Well, I can't say anything when it comes to football. You guys They're have kicked, picking
2: it up, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got... Well, wasn't it like 16 straight years in a row Virginia Tech beat Virginia in football?
2: Probably so. It
0: was something like that. But here's what I like to say. You know, Virginia Tech's never won... It. Did you know this? Now, I think they've won individual national championships, like, you know, maybe... Uh, like an individual tennis player or a track athlete or something. Did you know Virginia Tech's one of, like, few universities, and I, I'm almost positive they're the only university in the ACC that has never won a national championship in anything.
2: Mm-hmm. I like how you say that with that smug look on your face.
0: Me? <laughs> Grinning? Smug?
2: <laughs> Dancing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do like pointing that out. And I mean, I've got some Virgin, Virginia Tech friends, too, not just you and Stacy, but uh, some Virginia Tech friends. And, I like to that. That's my one card I can pull because not only do we have the national championship in basketball in 2019, mm-hmm. which uh, you might have seen a couple of reminders of that in the uh, in my man cave in there.
2: Yeah, I couldn't help it.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. But on top of that too, I mean, I mean, we've won the lacrosse championship a couple of times. I know men's soccer, women's soccer. I mean, and how? Wait a minute, how many again does Virginia Tech have? And, uh, zero. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. They've yeah, not won that's any. Right. Well, uh. How long are you going to be, you're gonna you're gonna be here today? Yeah,
2: we're heading back today.
0: Mm-hmm. I hate that man. I know. Got to work got to go yeah, back to work no back to life back to reality mm-hmm. uh yeah uh thank you uh jason just kicked in and said i and i it's cool i've got people that message me throughout the show too so jason brian he's a sales executive to the stars he's my the, our sales executive for this show too oh, okay. at wrns he does a great job but I, I can't even believe i didn't bring up baseball yes virginia won the national championship in baseball in 2015 <laughs> so uh and they're good year in year out in fact They were in Greenville this weekend. University of Virginia was uh, yesterday uh, to play ECU and some fall baseball. So, uh, and on top of it, too, this doesn't affect you. Thank you, Jason. Uh, We also beat the Tar Heels. I'm sorry, the Tar Heels this weekend, too, in football. You you heard about that, right? I did hear about that.
2: You did. I think you reminded me about the time I walked in yesterday.
0: Well, what was really cool was I had – Oh, my gosh, I'm I'm having a, a Jack Leary, uh, who's been a guest here on the show several times. He's now taking over uh, some of my duties that I used to do for the Holiday Invitational. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I stopped doing uh, the Holiday Invitational. This past year was my last year. Uh, Junius was supposed to take over for that, but he's having some health issues, not able to do it. But Jack Leary was in here. That son of a gun He and his mom, Jack and Tracy Leary, they walk in. And Jack's wearing a Carolina sweatshirt. Don't think I didn't just hand it to him. Okay? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It was I'm a sure. lot of fun.
0: Hey, Keith Spence checks in and says, Virginia Tech. How about this? Thank you, uh, Spence. I t- Do I not have the, great, the best listener. Spence kicks in and says, Virginia Tech, Kansas State, and Central Florida. They're the only three schools in the Power Five to have never won an NCAA championship in something. Oh, Turkey University, <laughs> as I like to call them. Turkey uh, University. <laughs> well, aren't yeah, yes, they? yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, are turkeys anyway. Yeah, we're big, strong wahoos. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is a wahoo? Well, it's a fish. Oh, it's a big fish. But right. yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what, you put a wahoo up against a turkey, you know who's going to win that battle? <laughs> that turkey's
2: going <laughs> to. <laughs> that turkey's winning. I'm just saying. Wait, what?
0: No, a wahoo! No, wahoos are like, 300 are they big? Pounds? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Or maybe not that big. They're probably a. See, I I'm, I'm going to have fishing now people jumping and telling yeah, yeah. But no, I think Fact they're check. about a hundred. I don't even know. Hey, somebody, hey Spence, help me out here, man. Wahoo fish, I believe, are like a hundred to a hundred and fifty pounds or something like that. Pam Sheffield, help me out here. Let me know uh, what. How big Wahoos get to? And my executive producer Linda Whittington, she yeah. should be looking that up for me right now. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what 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 do you watch? What sports? because you used to be, and I got to tell this story before I let you go, and I cannot believe we're up against it already. We're already twenty minutes in. Wow. How crazy is that? That's wild. But uh, one of the coolest things when we first when we got to know each other, and uh, at the time I lived in Charlotte. And I worked for the Gaston Gazette. I did some stringing for them, for the Charlotte Observer, uh, my good friend, who, by the way, you remember meeting Jerry Valancourt, who gave us – he gave us tickets to one of the games that I took you to. I don't know if you met him. I'm asking you to go back to when you were 13 years old and try to remember meeting a 1,000 people that I'm sure I introduced you to. But uh, he passed away uh, less than a year ago. Super, super nice guy. And I know he hooked us up with tickets a couple of times. Anyway. I've got to tell this story. It was uh, the year that Jordan came back, so I could do the math. That was 95 when he came back. And uh, I took you to uh, Hornets. So maybe he was game.
2: wearing 45
0: then. I think he might have been. He must have been then. Yeah. He might have been. I'm not 100%. When you asked
2: me, I wasn't sure. So I, you might be right on that one. I don't
0: remember either. I honestly don't. But I do remember we went to the Bulls uh, Hornets game. We had great tickets. I mean, great Oh, six, man. Seven. Row H row h so yes behind A, the goal B, c d e f g A.
2: eight rows yes. off the court
0: it was awesome behind and the goal. Uh, Yep. It i don't know awesome. how i was so poor then i don't know how i squared those i away. don't either. i don't <laughs> i was that
2: i was so happy
0: I, I think that was in my prostitution days so oh. i probably <laughs> you know linda's cringing right now <laughs> pretty much everybody listening right now is cringing i'm sure but anyway but here was the coolest thing. So we're sitting there and the Hornets lose the game. And you I gotta tell everybody too, you were the biggest Alonzo Morning fan. Mm, you yes. loved you some Alonzo Morning.
2: I was a big Jordan fan, but you so were. was the man.
0: He he definitely was and you loved him. And uh but this is what I remember the most. The game is over and it was a close game too. I mean if I remember it was a pretty was. good game. And uh the Hornets lose the game though, the Bulls win. And I look over at you, and you're just such a little tiny thing, and you're just, and you're crying, and you were just, it wasn't just like tears going, in, you were weeping. Mm-hmm. It broke your heart so much yeah. that your Hornets that Alonzo and your Hornets had just lost, and I, this is what I remember too, and I'm trying to console you, and I'm like you know, Susan, it's going to be all right, honey. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, you're like doing the ugly crying. And thing. I you think know, it the- was
2: playoffs too. And yeah. I think, yeah, so it was like extra emotional because they were kicked out, I'm pretty sure after I that. I think
0: it was their uh, the loss that knocked them out. But here's what I remember. Like these, a couple of women come up the steps and they peek at They get on their own and they're like, honey, are you all right? And I'm like, they're probably thinking that I'm beating this my little sister here or something. Uh, but they knew, they knew, and you were just like ah, 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 the horn is lost, and they were like consoling you, and I'm consoling you, and I remember, I remember holding your hand, walking up the steps, leaving, and you're still crying. <laughs> I'm like, honey, it's I promise it's gonna be all right. And I yeah. just, you were, you were so, you were so invested at what 12 was, or 13 yeah. years. It's 1995,
2: mm-hmm. so you were yes, uh, 12 or 13. <coughs> yeah, I had basketball pictures every like line in every inch of my room and you know it was a big big deal I was a big fan and I'd always been a Charlotte fan because we were so close to him anyway yeah it was and and I think it was so much it was so much of the hype everybody was there yeah. you know it was all the bulls it was all the good hornets so yeah I think back on it now I think that's why I was so emotional the whole thing was so overwhelming and being in a place like that, I, was it the first NBA game you'd taken me to? Yeah, that so. was a big deal, yeah.
0: Had your little a more, had your little Alonzo jersey on, yeah. you, you were
2: so cute. I think you bought me those Alonzo shoes that, mm-hmm. yes, they were, God, they were so ugly. <laughs> they were just, <laughs> well, they made me so happy, yes. In, in retrospect. In retrospect, they yeah. were ugly, but they were the best, they were like boots, I think. The yeah. Alonzo mornings were like super indestructible. I think that's what they were called, the yeah. indestructs. I remember I'm pulling all this stuff way out from my history there. But, yeah, I was a big, big fan. I miss well, like it.
0: Like I said, I just remember the game being over. And I think I was getting ready to lean over to you and say, Honey, you ready to go? And and you were just – I mean, and when I say – let me just reiterate – you weren't just you, like I said, two little tears. Go, I mean, you were like ugly crying. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like Susan. I promise, honey, it's gonna be all right. And then, like I said, the people around us and the, I, I again, I specifically remember two women walking up the aisle and them coming into our row and like, honey, <laughs> honey, you all right? They thought you were
2: picking on me. Yeah,
0: probably, probably, <laughs> but uh, no. But I was a big Hornets fan at the time too. And when you look back. It's so sad to think about ninety five, that was twenty eight years ago. Those were the glory days. Mm-hmm. Think about it. When we had LJ, when we had, you know, Larry Johnson, we had Alonzo, we had Muggsy, we had Dale Curry, we had what mm-hmm. yeah. like, Kenny Atkinson, uh Kendall Gill. Remember Kendall mm-hmm. Gill?
2: Yep, yep, I remember all them.
0: If it ha and I, I will say this, I will continue to say this, I've said it before. If we had any kind of or no, let me say this right if the Bulls hadn't have been as great as they were, and they were, I mean, Jordan and Pippen, and, well, specifically Jordan, just how great he was, I really think the Hornets could have slipped through and maybe done something then. But, uh, man, the Knicks, they were at their all-time high then, too, with Patrick Ewing, and it's just, it's sad to me. Do San
2: Antonio were... was really strong then.
0: Yeah, Houston. Yeah. The Houston Rockets, yeah. the one. In fact, they won back-to-back in 94 and 95, mm-hmm. those two years that Jordan were. Well, Jordan was gone in 94. He came back for the 95 season, but... uh mm-hmm. Man, those were the glory years, man, and for Charlotte. And then, they, you know, they have, I think they have, that was the year they made it the second round of the playoffs that year. They have never made it out of the second round of the playoffs. The Charlotte Hornets have not. Came in the same year as Miami. I think Miami's won three championships mm-hmm. and been to the NBA Finals five or six times, have been to all these playoff games. The Charlotte Hornets have never been out of the second round of the playoffs.
2: That's so sad.
0: It's very sad. You were there for the highlighter. Yeah. That's... Ooh, wait a minute. Was that Maybe it? You were crying because you I... saw into the future. <laughs> I, could t-
2: I could see it. It was coming. It was all falling apart right there.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, thank you so much. This thank is such you. a treat. And you, you surprised me on Saturday, or was it? Or no, Friday it was on Friday. Yeah. Friday, when you said you were going to come. And I was like, oh, I got to get you on the air. And we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit. And thank you. Thank yes. you. I love you. I love you. You are, I am so proud of you. And oh, tell it you're a physical therapist or. Assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and.
2: And we own the Foothill Cycling in Mount Airy. Mm-hmm. We have a bike shop down there. Yeah. So we stay busy.
0: We're well, busy. I'm just so happy for you. You have an awesome career. You have a, an incredible husband. You have great children. Jamin was here last night with us for a little bit and had dinner awesome. with us as uh, my grill ran out of gas. And, uh,
2: <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to get over that, he, okay? I know, I know. It, Linda's cringing right now. She's uh, like.
0: She's like, stop. <laughs> stop. Just stop. It's Tom. okay. But yeah, I had this thing planned. I went and got these steaks and marinated them all day they long. They were so good. Yeah. It
2: was amazing. Trust me. It didn't mess a thing up. It was wonderful. Well. Yes.
0: I love you. It's so awesome. We're, I get to see you again at Thanksgiving. You're going to be back in Kinston for the wedding at the end, so I get to see you a couple of times over the next couple of months. So that's awesome. Yay, Susan. Yes, I love you. Thank you so much for joining me here. Okay. Yes,
2: I love you. Thank you for good. having me.
0: Hey, this is awesome. That is Susan Bourne, my beautiful, intelligent, <laughs> wonderful little sister. And uh, again, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get you back on uh, uh, for. Or the wedding, too. What do you think? Uh, like the week of the wedding?
2: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be cool. That'd Maybe be cool. we
2: should flip it on you and start interviewing the Brian Hanks before uh, he gets people married. Are t-
0: people are tired of me, okay? Oh, no, no, no. That's obviously not the case. Listen. Susan, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. There you go. I tell you what, we're going to get Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us in just a few moments. Before we do that, I really want to quick hit this stuff. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about Palapalooza in the second hour and just what a great success it was. But I've got to tell you, Brad Fest on Saturday was amazing. It was a resounding success. Got to tell you, and I'll show you, you don't have your headphones on, but look, that's Brad. He's just an incredible man, incredible, incredible man. Uh, he would have been so proud of the turnout, the great music and how this whole city and community came together to honor his memory. Got to tell you, uh, Allie Warnock, Stacy Heath, uh, Brad's wife, Jackie Elmore, his daughter, Lily Elmore, uh, Carmen Barnes, Burt, uh, Burt Bird, Chris Moore, Matt and Alex Stainbeck and just dozens of volunteers, uh, 75 sponsors, more than 30 vendors, a bunch of food trucks, man. It was just so much fun. And on top of that, too, the music was amazing. Just, It was just such a great time. Thank you also. I want to make sure I get this out there. Thank you so much to Kenston Mayor Dontario Hardy. He named this coming Wednesday, so in two days, uh, October 25th, it's going to be Brad's birthday, and he declared it Brad Elmore Day in the city of Kenston. So it's going to be awesome. Listen, kudos again to everyone who made the day happen. I cannot wait for Bradfest 2024, and I know they are already starting to plan that now. It was just, again, I was so honored. They asked me to be the MC of that, so I really do appreciate uh, Allie and Stacey. Like I said, just everybody, the whole family, everybody that allowed me to be a part of it and allowed the show to be a part of it. Really do appreciate them. Uh, bu- 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 Let's look at high school football real quick from Friday night. The Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week was North Lenore at South Lenore. It was the 60th game in the rivalry, and North Lenore came away with a 20 to 12 victory. A great game. We're going to talk more about that when we have Larry Dale on the show uh, here to start the second hour. Other games in our neck of the woods. Uh, a tough night for our other teams. Parrot Academy comes up a little bit short, and uh, listen, the final score was Wayne Christian 32. Parent Academy 12. I want to thank Shane Albee for keeping me up with that all night long as we were doing the broadcast. Uh, Oh, hey, back to the broadcast for a second. I am going to post that. I've got it downloaded. We're going to uh, put up the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show and the game coverage of that, too. That'll be uh, up on brianhanks.com. Later on today, probably uh, early this afternoon, but you can check that out. Uh, Back to Parent Academy, a 32-12 loss for the Patriots against Wayne Christian. Uh, Patriots fell to five and three and as the first time the Eagles have ever beat the Patriots in the five game series history. that dates back to 2016, uh, a tough game in Farmville for our green central Rams. Uh, green central fell 47 to eight. That was a 53rd uh, renewal of that rivalry. The Jaguars improved to seven and two overall <clears throat> three and two in the Eastern Plains 2 a, they also broke a five game losing streak to the Rams in that game. Farmville central improves to 33 and 20. All-time against Green Central, who fell to 4-6 and six overall. They're 3-3 three three in the Eastern Plains to a uh, Jones Senior in Pamlico County has have not played yet with all the rain that came through Friday night. They postponed that to tonight. Uh, Bethel played Pungo Christian. Isn't that a fun name, Pungo? Yeah. Pungo Christian uh, beat Bethel 53-6. Bethel falls to 0-5, while Pungo improves to 5-3. Kenston and Aiden Grifton were off Friday night, which sets up this week's game in the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week is going to be over in Wheat Swamp as Kinston is going to travel to North Lenore. Uh Kinston's 3-6 and six overall. They're 1-4 and four in the conference. North Nor's 2-7 and seven overall. They're 1-4 in the conference. And uh, it's going to determine the winner of the Jimmy Smith Cup, uh, which has been given out every year since 2005. Kenston has won it every year except for 2005 when South Lenore won it and 2016 when North Lenore won it. So, uh... That's a big deal for the Jimmy Smith Cup this Friday night. Don't forget the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show will start at 5 o'clock. It'll go from 5 to 7. You'll have myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Paul Whittington, Jason Bryant, and Keith Spence uh, will bring you the pregame show and then we'll bring you the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. Kinston at North Lenore. That will kick off right around 7 o'clock. Parrot Academy, they're 5-3 and three right now. They travel to Rocky Mount to take on Faith Christian. Faith Christian is 4 and 3 Bethel will travel to uh, Wilson Community Christian. Bethel is 0-5. Wilson Community Christian is 4-4. It will be the second time they've faced each other this year. And then Aiden Grifton will be at home against Washington. Uh, Aiden Grifton is 3-6 overall. They're 0-5 in the uh, Eastern Plains 2A. They will be taking on the PAM Pack of Washington, who is 2-7 overall. They're 0-5 in the conference. South Lenore is off. Their season is complete. Green Central is off this Friday night. They will be awaiting playoff positioning so whoof got all that let's get uh mark panicelli up here on the line with us but before we do that got to thank lenore community college for 65 years lcc has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives lcc's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of their students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you. So much to Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show, and uh, let's uh, pull up our uh, Spence Automotive guest line right now, and on the line with us, he is the dean of ENC Sports Talk hosts, and yes, we talked this past Wednesday when we did the home and home on his show on 252 ESPN, but uh uh, it, it, it's been a while since you've been. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been on uh, on the award-winning Brian Hanks show, Mark.
1: It has been. You were in Vegas, right?
0: Yes, sir. Living it up.
1: Living the dream.
0: Yeah, well, I think now last Monday we were in Vegas and we flew back. It was so depressing. Yeah. It was so depressing. Hey, I want you to say, hey, did, were you listening earlier? Or, uh, because I, you, you, I want you to sp- send a special hello. My little sister is here in the studio with me here today.
1: Hey. Hey. Hey sis. Hey. Hey,
0: sis. <laughs> Her name is Susan. She's here from Fancy Gap, Virginia. Wow,
1: Fancy Gap?
0: Yep. That's right.
1: Wow. Well, fancy that.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, they used to call me Fancy Boy, so I mean, you know, it just it all it all makes sense, right?
1: <laughs> fancy Boy, Nancy Boy, whatever. I I <laughs> It's good to meet you. Good thank, to meet you.
2: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Well, all the looks in our family went to her, okay? So oh. I mean it is what it is, okay?
1: Well, then, uh okay.
0: <laughs> um, he's like, I don't know how to respond to that.
2: <laughs> they go, Okay, good thing it's radio.
0: Well, there you go. Well, dude, we and I'm sorry we went a little bit long with her and uh which I know you don't mind, but we have got a lot of stuff to fit in the next twenty five minutes, okay? Okay. Uh dude, it ha for me, it has to start with ECU football, man. I mm. dude, I can't, did you hear his hmm <laughs> there. Dude, I gotta admit, and I know I'm the eternal optimist. I'm the one that said they're gonna go seven and five this year. I knew they had an early tough schedule. I I am gonna finally admit, Mark Panicelli, uh this is uh how can I say this kindly it's not, it's a, this team is not very good, dude. I mean, they, they, they're in fact, I, I think I can dare say they're, they're bad. They're awful. This is, yeah. if you can only score seven points against a Charlotte team that ranked amongst the worst defenses in the, in the country, that says something about your offense, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. Cause I, You know, you want to be, it's not about being optimistic. It's being, um, you know, because at what point do you media person start to sound like crazy fans? Yeah. Because you're kind of at that point. I think that's where everybody feels right now with these Carolinas. Well, what are we supposed to do with this? Uh, And I, I know everybody wants to let's fire people. And, you know, I, I think there's going to be changes, but I think it's always hard. Football is very hard to, to make changes in season. And I think in college, even harder than in the National Football League. But once you get the season going, I, it's like this to me. The only thing I can compare it to is if you were driving down the road and you knew your tire was bad, this was a bad tire. You need to get a new tire. This is, you're not going to rip the tire off in the middle of you going down the road. I don't know that there's an answer to fix the offense this year. Uh, I know people talk about coaching or play calling. You can talk about the talent, uh, the lag thereof. Um, uh, but that being said, I, I, I don't know that there's something we can add or, or t- turn the knob a little bit to fix ECU this year. But now the question is, how deep does the hole go? You know, how deep does this – does the, because it's, it's bad right you can't you think it can't get worse but as i i was telling i think it was paul last week uh the the john thompson era was the absolute worst and i think that's the measuring stick for most pirate fans to think this is the worst it's ever been and so those were seasons of what one win yep that's where ECU is at right now. So tell me, now I'll turn the tables on you. Where's the next win coming from? Where is the next win on this schedule for ECU? I,
0: I, I don't think it's this weekend. I mean, this is a tough San Antonio team, Texas-San Antonio team. that uh, They'll be playing on Saturday. Tulane comes in on the 4th, on November 4th. I, that's a tough game. I mean, that listen, Tulane is not a pushover. They've traditionally done very well against ECU. FAU is good. Dude, Navy, I mean, Navy gave Air Force uh, all they could handle And Air Force is an undefeated team, you know? I mean, and then you got Tulsa at the end of the season, dude. If they win, one, I just can't believe that I've gone in two weeks from, hey, they're going to go 7-5 and five or 6-6 six and six to I am now resigning that, or I'm at that resignation point, Mark, where it's like, man, this team, they're going to be. They're going to probably be one in eleven, or at, maybe they'll pull off enough. Say, hey, mm-hmm. look what Virginia did in Chapel Hill. Which, by the way, you know. Oh, I, I did. I couldn't. I couldn't let that one go there, dude. <laughs>
1: but you were nice enough to wait till today. I didn't hear from you Saturday about it. So well,
0: the, thank you. The only thing I did was <laughs> I, I'm sure you saw my my Twitter post, right?
1: No, oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I, it's look, a great look, look, day look, can to I, be can I, in Oahu.
1: <laughs> can, I, can I take a minute? Can please, a minute? please. Just, I've had a horrible, horrible football weekend. ECU, what was that? North Carolina, I mean, Virginia owns North Carolina in Chapel Hill. There's no other way to say it. I don't even know how that happened. And then, of course, last night, um, not only, not only did my Dolphins fall uh, to the Eagles, but as you well know, this is a, a rivalry very close to my family. And while my daughter... Will has not, she, she basically officially committed to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. So I'm officially outnumbered. My children have decided to go the way of the Eagles. And so I this is, I don't know how this Monday can get any worse for me. I, I, I should never say things like that because, you know, things tend to play out that way. But I'm talking football weekend. Oh my gosh. ECU, North Carolina, and then of course Miami. And I, I hate to tell you this, you and I both, did not do well in our pick six, by the way. Both of us went one and two in the college and one and two in the NFL. It was not a banner week in, on, on any stretch. Now, hopefully, maybe your fantasy teams did
0: okay, Brian. My fantasy teams, believe it or not, and I'll tell Susan this as she's sitting across from me still, too. I've had a bad fantasy season. In fact, through the first, what, five weeks of the season, I think I was 13-37. and 37 yeah that's mm-hmm. not good i don't know if you know what i had like five one and five teams i gotta tell you dude did pretty well this week man i can knock on wood I've, uh there's a, still a couple of games that are up for grabs but uh it looks like i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm probably gonna pull a seven and two this week so uh which good for you, man uh, that, that's it well but you know what dude that was good uh you know, Virginia pulling off that upset of uh, – how do you even – I know we're – listen, I want to wrap up ECU in a moment, but we've got to talk Virginia-Carolina for a second. Sure. This is the worst Virginia team in <laughs> – good Lord. It is. And I'm not saying it that is. to rub it in. I'm just telling you no. the honest truth. It's the worst Virginia team in 40 years probably, honestly. How in the world do you go into Chapel Hill, the number 10 team in the country who has, has had a good season at this point, and come away with a win against the Tar Heels. I, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around that one, Mark. I uh,
1: and and really I I don't I don't have a great answer. Uh, my answer is I feel like you see teams do this all the time. Where that I think I think teams show up a lot of times and think, oh, well, this is going to be easy. This is this is we've got this week. Virginia's not ready for us. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it felt like that's what happened early in that game against, uh, between Virginia and North Carolina. And then at one point in the game, North Carolina actually went up by 10, 24 to 14, I believe. And it felt at that point that maybe North Carolina had, you know, had uh, you know, awoke from the slumber or whatever and, and decided to play. But it felt like at that point they just eased off again. And credit Virginia, because you're right, it's not been a great year. It was – such, you know, the way the season ended last year so tragically, um, you know, it, it, and it's been tough. And then, you you know, look at defections of uh, whether it be players or coaches, et cetera. But that was, you know, look, the oldest rivalry in the South. And what do we say about rivalry games? We really undersell this, this rivalry. Um, but, but as I said, for North Carolina, it just doesn't seem that it doesn't matter if Virginia's good or not good. They just seem to know how to spoil things for the Tar Heels and Keenan Stadium. So I, my answer is, I, 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 and again, coaches will blame themselves and say they didn't have their team prepared, but I think ultimately it's, it's got to fall on the players. Drake may didn't have a great game for a large portion of that, and then when the, the Heels needed him to come up big, he wasn't able to. So, um, you know, back to the old drawing board, and now – for them, they've got to run the table uh, in order to hopefully, maybe uh, play Florida State. And I don't even know if you want that. Do you? Who wants to do that? It looked like Duke had them for a while until Florida State turned on that old Florida State charm, and uh, and it looked like uh, it looked like the ACC from the '90s in that game in the second half.
0: Uh, definitely in the fourth quarter because actually Duke yeah. led going into the fourth quarter. I mean that that's was right. just that's right, insane. I I, I got to watch a, a little bit of football on uh, a Saturday and definitely uh, listen to some too. But uh, you know Virginia here's and this is and I hate to say this because you know I, I pull from my wahoo waws and all that. I want us to beat Virginia Tech obviously at the end of the year. Hate hate those turkeys, hate those hokies. But uh, if that's the only game we win the rest of the way, dude, it's just gonna it's going to warm the deepest, darkest cockles of my heart, Mark <laughs> Panicelli, that we knocked you guys out of the uh, the nat- not just, I mean the national championship hunt, oh, it, yeah. out of uh, possibly out of the ACC ter- or ACC hunt. I just, dude, it again. Uh, god saturday and i mean you know because i had Palooza in Pollocksville. i had brad fest here in Kinston on uh saturday too so saturday was a good day for brian okay other than the ecu of call of course
1: yeah yeah ecu yeah well we needed to wrap that up what
0: do you i, I, okay, I so do we want wrap, to wrap it up and jason asked a good question he wanted do okay. you think that john the john thompson era was worse than the scotty montgomery era and
1: Oh God, yes! I, yeah. not, not even close. Because I'll say this, and and Mike Houston's proven this that at least Scotty Houston could recruit. And there were, you know, it was a did watchable. Did you just say, say
0: Scotty Houston?
1: That, yeah, maybe I did. Scotty Montgomery could recruit. Could recruit. Sorry, sorry. It is. It is. Uh, it's been a rough football weekend. Scotty Montgomery bet. could recruit. Uh, could recruit. And Mike Houston obviously one with a lot of those guys and now we're all kind of confused because now he has his guys uh and you think it's supposed to work and it's it's looked awful and and that it's been interesting to say I I, because I lived through both uh both of these horrible times to be a pirate fan and the John Thompson era to me was still the absolute worst I mean Scotty Montgomery won three games. John Thompson won one. Was it, was either one great? No. Uh, but, but the one thing and the reason why Thompson's name got brought back up was because it was not only bad, it was like unwatchable. You've got to remember that Montgomery was still trying to run that, um, the, you know, high speed offense that was, uh, that was the trademark of ECU in the early 2010s and, and so, you know, the offense, I mean, you remember Gardner Minshew played uh, at, at, at ECU for a little while, and so there were some numbers there, even though there were blowouts. Like I said, the problem is when you watch ECU and you get 49 yards of total offense in the first half, I mean, that was – what was that? What was that? I don't know. I mean, that's that, – that's, and this is not a knock to any middle school kids out there. God bless you. You're more entertaining than the first half of the ECU game. Go watch any Wednesday night across the world. And watch the middle school offense, and that's what it felt like. So, uh, to wrap it up, there they are. They are what's really lost in this is probably one of the best defensive units CCU's had in a long time. But nobody's going to ever know about that because the offense is terrible, absolutely terrible.
0: I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I just for uh, for my own self, I had to look this up. John Thompson was here for two years, went three and twenty in two seasons. Scotty Montgomery here for three seasons, nine and 26 in those three seasons. So yeah, to answer you, Jason, uh, yeah, John Thompson's was worse, but then of course, dude, you know, I'm going to have to look and see Ruffin and dude, six seasons. Ruffin was here 35 and 24, won three bowl games. I mean, dude, come on now, you know, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, undefeated against ACC, I'm sorry, he went one and two in the bowl games, I'm looking at this wrong, one and two, but still, took him to three bowl games in six years, 35 and 24, some historic wins that uh, he was ahead of, but and because he has one bad year, they get rid of him, I listen, I... And I know if Danny Rice is listening right now, he's rolling his eyes at me and all our other uh, Pirate <laughs> Club people. But I'm serious, dude. It just it hurts my heart. The nicest guy, Ruffin McNeil, would have stayed here for the rest of his career. All he ever wanted to be was the ECU head football coach. And I, I, uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to get over that, Mark.
1: I know. And you got to, unfortunately, because that was like 10 years ago. And, <laughs> well, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I hate to bring that real, but, but, but I'm with you. And a lot of VCU pirate fans still feel that. And that's the problem is, cause guess what? This is even sadder part. This is, this is where I'm really going to hit you low. I know last year was a small bright spot, but you take that one season away. It's been about a decade of really hard times to be a pirate football fan. And so I don't know what the answer is. And and the other answer is, I mean, do you think they're going to get rid of Mike Houston at the end of the year? I, I don't know. But, I mean, do you think they are? I no. mean, because – No,
0: I really don't. No, I, I could see – I don't either. Yeah, well, listen, the OC, I'm surprised he's even got a job still as we're doing this live at 7.48 a.m. on uh, October the 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2023, because, dude, again – Listen, and I'm not just saying this to be hyperbolic. I'm telling you, dude, that has got to be the worst offense, college offense I've ever seen, dude. It's unoriginal. It's It's, boring insults the word boring, okay? I mean, it just – I don't see how – I don't know, man. I just –
1: Remember when John Lennon was married to that woman that
0: uh, Yoko Ono, and she did an album, and it was terrible. Yeah, that's
1: what the that's that's the musical equivalent to the ECU offense. Wow.
0: Dude, yoko you,
1: i, I you, love
0: it you got susan giggling over here dude <laughs> yoko ono. it's good stuff. the yoko ono you didn't think
1: ono you were college. getting a yoko ono reference today did you no
0: that's good though that's good stuff i like how you tied that why, in there that's why he's the dean of enc sports talk host mark Panicelli joining us here this morning let's get a little uh football talk a little nfl talk in here and mm-hmm. uh dude listen Nothing to be ashamed of, man. I told you on your show, when I did the home and home with you on Wednesday, on your Wednesday show, and I stand by this. I really think that uh, last night was a Super Bowl preview. I mean, I think that uh, the Eagles you are going to
1: have to go through this in the Super Bowl. I don't know if I want this, Ryan. Well, it'll be I mean, it. it. seems like a really sad <laughs> Super Bowl Monday mark is what we're going to have here. Well, so, and I lost a child. I lost a child in Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but the beauty of it is, though, you'll uh, listen. I try. And what's your coach's name in Miami?
1: Mike McDaniel.
0: My and Mike McDaniel. I trust. I think he will see. The things that didn't work last night, he'll get it turned around. And when the Super Bowl rolls around, I really think it's going to be you guys in Kansas City and the AFC Championship. You're going to beat them, and then uh, don't you play them in London in a couple or at overseas in a couple Germany. weeks? Germany, Germany, in Germany. Uh, I thought you did
1: November fifth. Yep, play the Patriots this week, and then off to to Germany, yeah, for the for the because would well, they love the football in
0: Germany? Yeah, is that a German accent?
1: That's my best I could do uh, on a
0: Monday. <laughs> you, you got Susan's over here uh, looking. You know how, like, when you talk to your dog and your dog will look at you sideways <laughs> a little bit. That's what she just did. <laughs> she was like, uh, "Huh?"
1: I get that response all the time. Like it's
0: like, <laughs> as do I, I my friend. Response. As do I, Well, uh, what do you pull from yesterday uh, from that game last night? Again, the premier game of the week, Sunday night. And uh, the folks over at NBC had to have been giddy with that game because. Uh, the two bet like yeah. i said in my opinion if they're not the two best teams they're definitely two of the three or four best teams in the nfl and uh a pretty competitive game but uh, for the second time though here's what i worry about on the road for your dolphins i mean they i mean we we know what they do in the friendly confines of uh, uh what a land shark stadium or whatever the heck it's called now down in Miami. hard rock hard rock hard rock what well, used to be land shark though right
1: it used to be land Shark, yes.
0: Probably 10 years ago, knowing my luck. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, though, uh, that's the only thing I'm concerned about. The game at Buffalo, the offense just fell apart, and the offense just didn't really look that good last night and, uh, in Philadelphia. They, they've got to do something about that. I don't know if it's a road thing or just what it is, other than Philadelphia having a really good uh, – uh, defense. Well, Dr. Panicelli, I'll let you, uh, tell me what you think went wrong with your Dolphins offense last night.
1: Um, Philadelphia is a really physical team. Um, and I think that if you look at the two losses for Miami, um, in the, in the five wins, I think that two has been sacked twice in those five wins. He's been sacked, uh, eight times in the, in the two losses. And so protection is big. They were missing all three guys from the offensive line, the center and the entire left side of the offensive line. Um, defensively, it certainly didn't help to have uh, Jalen Ramsey or Xavier Howard. So maybe you're thinking that's going to be a little better. Um, you know, I don't know. I, you know, my my feeling is, um, yeah, maybe it could have been a little closer. Kind of hard to believe the most physical team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, got zero penalties last night. Zero. Wow. The Dolphins had 10 penalties. So you look at those factors, they probably played into it uh, significantly. And, you know, situational plays where, you know, Tua gets intercepted as the Dolphins are driving, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe they can fix them. Remember, this is the Eagles that, that wins the Super Bowl last year. I think they're extremely talented and so, you know, I don't know. We'll see. My worry is that Miami is a good, not great team. They're going to beat the teams they're supposed to beat, but maybe they just don't have quite yet what they need to, to beat teams that are uh, – and, again, we're going to see that uh, in, the, in the coming weeks. They're going to play the Chiefs. Um, there's games against the uh, Cowboys coming up, etc. So, this should be um, definitely, you know, I, I would I, – I definitely I want to see if you know, again, are the Patriots going to give them a test next week? Is it Miami uh, after their win against the Bills yesterday? So um I definitely have questions like I'm sure a lot of Dolphin fans would have uh, after today. But great win by the Eagles, and I think they needed it, certainly. And as I was telling you last week, the worst thing that could have happened for Miami was that the Eagles play that, that horrible game against the Jets the week before because you knew you were going to get uh, a pretty fired-up Eagles team. And those and those retro uniforms look pretty
0: sharp. Oh, they the absolutely Eagles. did. Uh, you're right. That is it. Kelly green. Uh, that green Kelly green. The, yeah, it looked pretty good. Well, you brought up uh, the Patriots. How about the Patriots upsetting the Bills twenty nine twenty five? Obviously, I did not see that coming. I know that's one that I missed, and I just I I just did not see that coming. I mean, is it? What is? I I don't get the Bills either, man. The Josh Allen's supposed to be if not the best quarterback in the game. He's supposed to be the, you know, the at least second probably. Dude, he was outshone by Mac Jones yesterday, who may not be the quarterback of, or probably will not be the quarterback of the Patriots when this season ends. What is wrong? Okay, I ask you a little bit. I know I should be looking at the winning team and saying, what did they do right? But, man, what is wrong with Buffalo right now?
1: Um... Oh, wow. You know, I, I think one is they get one-dimensional in their play calling. Um, I think they forget about the run. And, you know, look, if if you tell an NFL defense that all you're going to do is throw the football, you've made the game easier. Uh, these are still professional football players. And then Bill Belichick is a great defensive mind. I think that played into it. I think Josh Allen's a great quarterback. I think, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, it's like, well, where does he land? And I've always said he's more of a Ben Roethlisberger to me. I think he's a a good all-pro quarterback. You can make the case, uh, you know, he's going to be great at times. But he also, you know, makes some boneheaded, you know, plays uh, for sure. And he's going to be doing that in an offense where, you know, typically they let him, you know, drop back and throw the football 40 times a game. So, I think that's part of it, you know. But you know, as far as their season so far, they have been hard to read because uh, you think that they would. They they have looked bad in several games. Looked bad against the Jaguars. Uh, uh, should have lost to the Giants. I mean, I literally think the Giants got robbed in that game. Uh, but but anyway, um, you know, I guess that's one consolation for the Dolphins is they didn't lose any ground to Buffalo. Uh, in the division, uh Buffalo couldn't take care of things in New England.
0: Well there you go. Well uh tell you what we've got a couple minutes left here and uh do you want to okay, well, wait wait hit I, me, hit I, me. I
1: I, I, I got it. Well, I got one thing that I want us to do at some point. I love because,
0: it. No, we well, let's
1: do it um, now. Well yes, I I wanna do it right now because it is <laughs> it is October twenty third and, and you know I am I am somewhat of a of a history buff and I, I try I try to Pay attention to things like this. And so I've discovered today on this day that, by the way, in 1941, the movie Dumbo came out. So all of all of us with uh, funny-looking ears rejoiced. It was on this date that Dumbo uh, uh, was... And, you know, on this date, 22 years ago, this thing called the iPod came out. Can you believe this? It what? threw a bunch of songs in it. Right. And, and probably... People were downloading, because I know you'll appreciate this, three years earlier, they were probably still downloading this in the first iPod, the uh, song uh, Baby One More Time was released by somebody named Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, that being said, I, I, I say all of this to say happy October 23rd. If it's your birthday, the birthday game, I'm sure it's coming up maybe today. But did you know today's national TV talk show host day, national TV talk show host day. And what I really discovered is I put my staff together and they have been uh, furious. They've been working for eight minutes trying to figure out what's going on uh, with this. There is no radio talk show host day. What? There is TV talk show hosts get their own day. We don't have a day.
0: I you know Can what? you believe that? Brian North and those TV folks—they have been the bane of my existence for years and years. <laughs> and now you you just added on to the pile. Okay. Hey, by the way, it'll come up in our birthday game. You're talking about great birthdays. How about today is the son of Kinston, Scott Whittington's birthday? Wow. <laughs> yes, sir. Scott
1: Whittington. Yes, sir. I and mean, then you know, yeah. Well, well, happy birthday, Scott Whittington. And how about your Raven?
0: Sure. Oh, dude, he, he got a great birthday present for that, didn't he?
1: He did. He did. Made up for a Saturday.
0: Yep, for sure. Well, listen, uh, Mark Panicelli, dude, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to our home and home. You'll get us all. You said one and two and one and two. That's not good, but uh nope. But I've, I've had a pretty. Oh, listen, I got. I'll leave you with this. Jason Bryan said that with my winnings from Vegas, which I, you know, Daddy did pretty good in Vegas. Okay, he said that I should take you to Germany for the game with uh with my winnings from Vegas. <laughs> How, what's your passport situation? Um
1: I think I can get out of the country.
0: Okay. I think I'm good. I
1: think well, I think all that stuff's behind me now and
0: we're good. Well so. they let you back
1: in. <laughs> they they mm. let me get up with the State Department. We'll find out. We'll find out.
0: I love it, dude. Listen, thank you so much, dude. Hey, go Phillies. Go right. Phillies. Sorry. That is Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN. You can listen to him Monday through Friday, 5 to 6 p.m. on 107.5 in Greenville, 107.5 in uh, in, uh Newburn, and wherever you're at here in eastern North Carolina or especially here in Kensington, Lenore County, if you tune in 107.5 from 5 to 6, you can listen to him there ironically, after we air there on 252 ESPN from 3 to 5 p.m. So, there you go. Uh, really enjoyed that. Well, your first uh, taste of Panicelli, what do you think?
2: Oh, it's great. I thought it was awesome.
0: He's funny, man. He's a good dude. Okay. Well, this is going to wrap up our first hour of uh, today's show. Coming up here in our second hour, man, we are jam-packed. We're going to start with uh, North and head football coach Larry Dale. Then we're going to give you a taste of Pollocksville. Uh Travis Klondike, J Bender, K Bender, and Nancy Barbie. That will be in the second hour of the Brian Hanks show presented by our friends over at Lenore Community College.